today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Pleased to welcome back to the program, of course, our good friend uh, Adam Oldfield, who is the president and CEO of Vacuuman, who, uh, of course, sponsored this fine program. Uh, Adam, first of all, thanks for jumping in a day early. I'm glad you did this because there's so much I want to talk to you about uh, to do with Don't. some of the tech stuff. And, and we just did a call-in segment here about the uh, the Rogers deal, uh, the Shaw Rogers deal. I know you've got some, some thoughts on that that we're going to get to a little bit later on. But before we do all that... Uh, one of the great things that you've done is you've been in business for a long time now, very successfully here in this area, uh, and right across the country for that matter, I suppose. But uh, you've always been big on supporting uh, entrepreneurship, and uh, part of that, of course, is junior achievement. And uh, the guys at Vacuman, and yourself included, I guess, are going to be sponsoring a, a pretty big event over at the Innovation Park. Yeah, yeah. We got the World of Choices Career Exploration um, coming up April 19th. And yeah, Vacuman, my company, is going to be busing uh, in support of ha- with Hamilton Hyundai. Uh, together, we're actually both sponsoring the buses because we need a few of them. Uh, 150 kids are going to be uh, trucked into the McMaster Innovation Park on April 19th. Uh, this this has been put together by the Rotary Club of Hamilton, supporting the bigger sponsorship of it all, Bill. Um, and what's unique about this is the fact that these students, 150 students, have all requested. And what they did was they requested for career directions they'd like to go. So it was firefighters, trades, um, you know, i.e. broadcasting, um, many different uh, areas of, of expertise. So um, we're, we're going to be bringing in 150 students between grades 6, 7, and 8 um, to McMaster and Innovation Park has mentioned, and we're going to have a little almost like kind of a job learning session. So uh, the kids are going to be able to learn, go to the stations they want to learn about how to get into that career. Um, and we're going to be able to go over and, and explain what, you know, what education do you need? What steps do you need to take? Um, I'm big into junior achievement. I just think this is one of the best programs in the country, um, raising our young entrepreneur minds of tomorrow. So uh, very excited about that. I'm going to, I'll give you a little more update later, Bill, after the April okay. 19th. But uh, yeah, this is happening right here in our city and, and we're getting ready to uh, educate our future. Yeah, it's great. And uh, and I know that's been a, a great benefit to so many kids uh, over the years to kind of expose them to different opportunities and in, in careers. And, uh, and, you know, entrepreneurship is something that we really need to kind of revive again. I think we had a lot of it going on before the pandemic. It kind of stalled a little bit. And we, this is this could be the, the start of something big for some of these students. And we sure hope that uh, that, that happens. Anyway, uh, good on you guys too at Vacuman for getting behind this. We're... Uh, we got into this a little bit last week. We're talking about energy sources and EVs, et cetera, and, uh, and alternatives to this, especially when it comes to, to powering our vehicles these days. And uh, you mentioned about hydrogen, combustion engine. And there's been a lot of work that's gone on on that in the last little while, and Ford Motor Company has jumped onto this, haven't they? Yeah, they have. And this one's a little unique. Last time we talked about hydrogen engines that are developed like from the ground up. And and that yeah. was Toyota particularly where they were coming up with a completely unique hydrogen engine. Now, and they've got a lot of money in R&D supporting that bill. However, uh what Ford Motor Company is doing is also uh, investing into the hydrogen model. Um, they've got two divisions. One's the electric model and or division, and the other one is going to become the hydrogen division. What's unique about this, and, and, and it makes me feel a little more comfortable about the vision of where we're going in the future for transportation, Bill, is that it's a combustion engine. So what Ford's been able to do is take the years, we're talking over 100 years of research that they have you know created over a combustion engine, which we know has been the, the mainstay of most vehicles, 
vehicles, and they've been creating a ability to use that research that has been existed for years and combining it with the hydrogen burning model. So and in essence, it's think of it as a regular car vehicle you would already drive, but they don't have to reinvent a lot of the uh, technology inside it. So they've already got a, a patent to be able to create a combustion engine use, using all of the research that's existed for years, but it's going to burn hydrogen versus gasoline. Um, and of course, what's going to result to that is catalytic converters no longer have to be stolen, Bill, because because they won't need to be existing. Mufflers will no longer be exi uh, existing. And the only thing being exhausted is going to be clean air. Um, and, and what's also cool is Ford is uh, very, imp it's impressing me, actually. Um, I don't drive a Ford. My father swears by Ford. Uh, but they've also filed a cool patent for a brain power driving system. And it gives the ability, now we've heard of autonomous vehicles, we, we've yeah. talked about that. Um, what they're doing is implementing a brain powered patent for Ford Motor Company that allows um, users to be able to say you saw something on the road or you know it was an emergency moment, you, you wanna hit the brakes, but maybe your body or your brain says stop, but you don't move as quick as your brain thinks. Um, this is, it's kind of neat. It's going to send the signal to the car and react to what you're thinking. So if you see, uh, you know, an animal run in front of you, you're like, break! the car will break. Um, this is already in action and they've got some really cool things about that. And the last one I thought was really cool. And, and you and I've talked about drones in the past, but oh, yeah. um, they've got a deployable drone patent. And this goes for the pickup trucks, not for all vehicles. Why? Is because the drone, as you're driving through the terrain and you're in your pickup truck going through the, 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 the rough terrain, the drone can be deployed. And what it does is we'll fly ahead and give you an update on is the road, uh, is it muddy? Is there obstacles in the way? Are there animals? Is it, it's more for rough terrain vehicles. Um, and specifically uh, in Northern Canada, fleets of vehicles that are in rough areas that if they need to know what type of vehicles they need, this drone will fly out in ahead uh, and give a bit of a perspective of what to know and what's to come. So that's all by the Ford Motor Company. Travel season. It's going to be summer. It's going to be nice real soon. People want to get out and about and travel. Uh, we've been locked up for the longest time right now. Uh, but the competition here for booking is, is always going to be intense. And Google has jumped into this with their uh, Google flight search. And I guess they're adding a little incentive here for customers, aren't they? Yeah, this is only in the U.S. right now, Bill, but if it goes successfully, we can anticipate it will be coming to Canada. It's the Google Guarantee. And what this means is that if you book a flight uh, through the Google online flight system, what it will do is it will actually guarantee that if the price drops, that you will be compensated the difference. Google is really into trying to make that travel experience uh, your one-stop shop, and they're really investing into that. So I'm I'm on the fence on this, Bill, because you know, like first of all, uh, many times in the program, and I'm willing to bet many in the future, I always talk about the Google graveyard. These are programs that Google has <laughs> created and developed, and then kind of parked it and said, "Yeah, uh, we're not." Uh, uh, we're not going to continue with this. And I can't even begin to tell you how many Google projects I've been invested in and using and they just, you know, I can't use them anymore. So anyway, I say this with a bit of trepidation. It's coming out. It's going to be in the U.S. And the way it works is if you book your flight in the U.S., 
say you flew out of Buffalo or argument anywhere else, um, you'll be able to use Google, book your flight, and should it drop in price, they're going to compensate you the difference. We'll see how long this lasts before I tell it in another year. Oh, guess what? The Google guarantees <laughs> ended and it's no longer going to happen. But for now, it's it's now existing. All right. Listen, let's do a quick break. We're going to come back. And I got a lot more to talk about here, too, including, uh, well, hacking. And 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 we still are going to get into this, uh, this Videotron uh, aspect of this uh, big merger deal that went through, too. You're listening to the Bill Kelly Show podcast on 900 CHML. Tech Talk, a special Thursday edition of Tech Talk. Adam Oldfield, the CEO of uh, Vacuuman, of course, is with us as per usual. Uh, you've talked about hacking and, and hacks of the week and things of this nature. And I guess the, the bad news here is that the, the people that do this, the hackers themselves, the bad guys, are always coming up with new and inventive ways to try to do this. And uh, <laughs> what's this, this new program now that, uh, that you want to warn us about? It, it's actually called the Newit. And I'm going to, okay. Newit is spelled near ultrasonic inaudible Trojan. Okay. Um, it is, th- it's really more towards our home devices. So Siri, uh, Google, Alexa, all of that, Cortana, all of it allows hackers um, to gain access to your personal information. So if you've set up your home and you have a smart home where you let these devices control your door locks, they can, you know, uh, control your TV, control your, your lights and otherwise, they also have been set up to allow you to access certain things such as, you know, you know, calling a family member, maybe your bank, um, you know, and it has a lot of very unique information. We may not think we have it, but everything you put on your phone and you synchronize it with one of those voice activated devices, folks, it synchronizes that data. Now, the new at Trojan, okay, uh, the near ultrasonic inaudible Trojan, <laughs> new it for short, way it works is that hackers can now send a audible demand control into your device. And the way they do it is not to the human ear. Your your dog would probably hear it, but it's in in uh you wouldn't be able to hear it by human ears. And it will then trigger your device to be able to then respond. Now it works with Apple Watch, it works with Apple iPhones. And here's the real thing, Bill. Apple of all the security things in the world, this new hack or this new virus, what it can do is turn off the volume on Apple. <laughs> so where most voice devices will then respond when you give it a command, you say, open yeah. the door, open the net, you hear a ding, you hear it respond, yes, whatever. Uh, the Apple devices are actually capable of turning the volume down. So as it's responding, you wouldn't even hear it even respond. Uh, Google, Alexa, and Cortana, for that matter, do not allow that yet. So um, this is a very deep concern. And what I guess more or less what I'm saying is this audio device by hackers can now send it into your home and then control the voices, control your smart devices. And you may or may not know it's even happening um, unless, or maybe you, maybe it's happening already. All of a sudden say your Google goes off and starts answering questions or, you know, uh, says door open, lights on, ding, whatever it's doing. This is a serious issue and it's starting to roll out uh, uh, across everywhere. Um, and this new, it, it's, it's more or less a silent alarm that can now hack into our devices. Uh, that, that's diabolical. I, I got to <laughs> spend a couple of minutes here talking about this merger thing, the Shaw uh, merger, of course, with uh, with uh, the, the implications of it. And part of the course is, is as you mentioned, is Videotron, uh, which is basically a, a communications company out of Quebec, and, and they've picked up uh, some extra, well, 
care. It's it's a complicated deal. I get that. And and a thing that I always look at rather skeptically because of this is uh, in the past, of course, uh, Adam, you've owned businesses and run businesses on both sides of the border in Canada and the U.S. And I'm always shocked when you tell me the comparator between what you pay for cell phone service uh, in the States as opposed to what you pay here. And and every time one of these merger deals comes along, they say, oh, this is the one. This is going to lower the rates here in Canada. And it never does. Are, are you optimistic or pessimistic about this? No, I'm very optimistic in this case, Bill. A Videotron's got a lot of work. What they've done is bought a foundation of which Freedom Mobile and pre I still call it wind for that matter. That's how, <laughs> that's how back I go. Um, but Videotron is actually, uh, yes, as you mentioned, it's a Quebec company. And one thing I have to comment is they're very aggressive. They actually have a very good entrepreneurial mind without, you know, uh, coming at it with a, let's, you know, make the profits at the most uh, damaging process possible. So why I feel this is going to be good is they got a great foundation with the Freedom Mobile. They've already declared that they're going to be working with existing users of Freedom. And they're claiming that they're going to be 10% less uh, giving opportunity and 5G matters uh, for that matter. Um, you're going to get more data. You're going to get it at higher speeds and for less amount of money. Videotron's got a mission and they have to go up against the other three. So this is what's happened before. They come into the market just like Freedom did, the way Wind did. They came in, they're going to see, we're going to see prices drop. And you might have already got a call. I know I have, Bill. I can tell you my provider, um, which is not Videotron or Freedom, have already called and tried to lock me into a three-year deal with, you know, here's extra 10 gigs or here, you know, for $5 more, you'll be able to, they're they're getting aggressive with trying to lock them in because when Videotron comes out, it's going to be like a racehorse. It's going to be coming out fast, furious, and it's getting to the finish line. And it's going to do it by offering, uh, they said 10%, could be up to 20%. So let's just put this into numbers. Imagine you'd be able to get 50 gigs for $40. Um, and that 50 gigs is unlimited at high speeds. There's also rumor that they're going to do rollover. This is what I have in the US. At AT&T, if you don't, you have 50 gigs a month, you only use 30, 20 rolls into the next month, by the next month. By the end, you could have a nice bank of data that you could use. That's what I hear how Videotron's going to using their business model, similar to AT&T in the US. I'm excited about it. I think it's going to do real great wonders. Um, again, I'm yet to be proven wrong, uh, but I think it's going to be great for us. <laughs> and, and okay, but the, the, the $64 billion question here is, is are, are the big three going to follow suit? Are they going to start offering the same sort of discounts and the same sort of deals? Yes, absolutely. I mean, they're already, what they're doing right now is their strategy is lock them into your two years. So that way you can't jump into the Videotron world, number yeah. one. Number two, when it rolls out, expect to hear the major three mobile providers to go like, we have this deal now too. Um, what I find interesting, and this is yet to be discussed, um, uh, recently we've heard that they're increasing the roaming fees. If you're in the US or you travel, uh, yeah. you know, roam like home or whatever they call it, they've increased the prices bill. And that was only about a month ago. One one of the things I'm no one's given an answer yet is whether or not Videotron is going to offer that North American calling or when you travel um, that deal that you'll be able to use your plan outside of the country has yet to be discussed. That could be the game changer. I think a lot of people take advantage or really utilize that when they travel. And whether it's $3 more, $5 more, whether you're on, you know, there's different plans for different providers, this is going to be a, it will be a big decision making on my side that if I can get my 5G and travel and my costs are lower, I'm jumping.
Well, yeah, and, and and that's the as you say the deal breaker for an awful lot of people. Roaming fees can kill you. So you know, going on holidays or whatever. And I I know in the past you've advised people, you know, leave your phone at home, get a burner, and uh, and you know enjoy your holiday, and then come back. Otherwise, you're going to get slaughtered with extra fees. And uh, that's one of the things I, I'm hoping they're going to address here. We'll see. Uh, maybe maybe they are. I mean, uh, Mr. Palado that owns uh, Videotron is a pretty aggressive guy. Uh, you know, stuck his face in politics there for a while in Quebec. He's a well, he's a separatist, which doesn't endure him to an awful lot of Canadians. He's just bought the Montreal Alouettes football team too, so uh, he's uh, he's 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 in a spending mode. It looks like Adam. So we'll see what he's going to do with Videotron in the uh, the days ahead. I, I got about a minute and a half left here, and I did very quickly wanted to talk. Uh, about what's going on here with uh, with uh, our EVs, et cetera, and the concern that you raised a few weeks ago about the pressure that this is going to put. As we buy more EVs, the pressure on the grid is going to be uh, problematic, I think. And, and I know they've done some studies at Stanford about that. Yeah, they basically commented that by the year 2035, Bill, and this is like, again, Canada, U.S., this is not isolated to any country specific. We're talking about a major problem that could put a pressure on the electrical grid by 25%. Charging stations and charging at work are going to be what they're going to be promoting. So right now, if you're buying an EV, as you probably already know, you go home, the advantage or how they're marketing it is you plug it in, you go to bed, you wake up, you got a full charge. They're going to be claiming by the year 2035 that the demand on our grid system at night is going to be so high because everyone's going to be charging at home with our cars that they need, uh, they, they're going to be encouraging us to please use public public charging stations or charge at work. And again, they're trying to address how are we going to be managing all of this electrical demand uh, based on the electric vehicles that are coming onto the market because of the extra cost to create it. And we're going to need a lot more uh, capabilities of storing and, and, and transmitting this electricity. Um, this is something yet to be determined. But right now, Stanford University says, folks, please don't be get, get in the habit of don't charge your car at home or overnight. Please do it during the day, which I find already a bit of an oxymoron. Um, and we're not even close to the year 2035, Bill. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because we're being told about everything else is, you know, do everything at night because that's when, you know, uh, the pressure is down on the grid. Now it's going to be just the opposite, which is really kind of weird. Uh, we're out of time. Uh, always a pleasure doing this. Thanks so much for popping it in, in a day early again, Adam. Uh, and enjoy your weekend. We'll talk again next week, okay? Thanks, Bill. Have a great weekend. You too. Tech Talk, we do this uh, usually every Friday at 1135, brought to you by Vacuuman. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.